When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, baseball family. We are going to get into our picks for the Mets, Mount Rushmore. And it's a little bit interesting because this is something we brought up a little bit in the previous segment. Not by plan, it just kind of (laughs) happened. We are going to talk about who we believe you cannot leave off the list when discussing the franchise, the New York Mets. So, baseball family, before we get into our picks, I have to lead with a few statisticals for you. The New York Mets have been around for 60 seasons. 1962 was their inaugural season. They continue to play today. They have a win-loss record of 480. That puts them at 4,551 wins all-time and 4,927 losses all-time. They've had nine playoff appearances in their 60-season existence, five pennants, and obviously two world championships. They have retired numbers for five of their players. Uh, Jackie Robinson is obviously number six on that list, and they have two people named with their uh, their initials are, are retired. We have Ralph Kinnear uh, as the announcer and William Shea, who's actually the namesake of the ballpark Shea Stadium. Yeah. Very good. Before we get into our nominations for the Mount Rushmore, uh, I have the team name Origin for you, Break. Are you ready for this? Hell yeah, man. I didn't know you were bringing the heat today. That's oh. awesome. Oh, yeah. Bringing it, for sure. Okay, so so the Mets have only been a franchise since the 60s. And one of the popular things I, I remember seeing as, as I've gone through and looked at some of these is that in the 60s and 70s, they're letting fans vote on the name of the team. And this is no different with the Mets. Uh, they got a chance to vote for among 10 finalists. This is according to TeamNameOrigin.com again. Uh, they got to choose between the Avengers, Bees, Burroughs, Continentals, Jets, NYBS, not sure what that means, Rebels, Skyliners, Skyscrapers, and you guessed it, the Mets. It says there is some history behind the Mets' nickname as there was an American Association baseball club that played in New York during the 1880s called the Metropolitans. And that was shortened to the Mets. So, don't let anybody tell you the Mets are actually called the Metropolitans because they're not. Like they used, to, like that's a former thing, but they are actually the Mets, one hundred percent the Mets. So, I thought I thought that was actually a really interesting thing. And I think honestly, if they had gone with uh, Avengers, or uh, I think Continentals would have been cool. I'd have been completely satisfied with those. And something real quick, Brig, before we move on. Uh, the Jets is really interesting to me as well, because if so, if you think about it, New York fan bases are bro- are broken into like two groups altogether, right? As far as baseball, football, and hockey, because I feel like on one side you've got your Yankee fans, your Giants fans, and your Rangers fans, and then on the other side you've got your Mets fans, Jets fans, and Islanders fans. Right? So it would have been interesting to have the Mets be called the Jets because of 
associated Jets fandom. I don't know. That, that was interesting to me. But That's cool, man. I like that a lot. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it. Do you want to lead us off here, Brig? Yeah, sure, dude. I'd love to. So, All right. Who you got? So this is a tiered list for me. Um, and Baseball Family, just a reminder, Brad and I don't collaborate on this at all we don't share any of our picks back to back we often uh overlap on a number of things but um so i'm going to get into this this is a ranked list for me usually i don't do that (laughs) uh okay so i'm going to talk about a guy who is a seven-time all-star two-time silver slugger award winner two-time gold glover um nicknamed captain america or d-dub the guy's got a 49.2 career war and uh, his slash line is impressive as well. He's got a 296 batting average just uh, to let, you know, to get that one out of the way. But I'm going to go with third baseman David Wright, actually. that's that He's going to be my, my number one pick. Played all. Solid choice. He was actually my runner-up. Oh, no way? That's yeah, awesome. Yep. I actually was a huge David Wright fan when he was playing. I really liked him a lot. Yeah, very he cool. He was fun to watch. 14 seasons with... Uh, in the bigs and all of them uh, with the New York Mets organization. So for me, that kind of longevity goes a long way. And I really appreciate franchise guys always have um, finished MVP voting mm-hmm. at least three times in the top 10. There's uh, there's the fourth time right there. So like I said, it is. And he was also. part of the team in 2006 that lost in the NLCS. Um, I think, I think he was a big part of the reason that they actually made it that far because I remember getting, um, getting MLB the show in 2007 and being like, and I didn't really know who David Wright was at the time. Like wasn't super familiar with him. I was like a Mets player on the cover. Oh, (laughs) David Wright. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to lead off with, um, Mr. Met actually (laughs) the mascot. You shut up right now. Are you serious? I I am serious. (laughs) No, but (laughs) but Brad's making a mockery of the whole thing. (laughs) I'm I'm putting I'm putting the mascot on on Mount Rushmore because there are very few mascots that are as recognizable as Mr. Met, the fanatic, and I don't know, you name anybody else that like you go to the you go to the stadium like I got to get a picture with the mascot. Okay, right? that's true. Mr. Met for me would be one of them. So I mean, it's it's really that simple is that literally they could make the logo for the team Mr. Met and I don't think anybody would be upset about it. It's a hot take, Brad. So pretty hot take. Yeah, I got I got Mr. Matt. I love that you did that though. I'm against it, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> Confused and proud of you all at the same time. <laughs> Baseball family, what do you think? Is this ridiculous? <laughs> or are you completely on board with this? <laughs> critical that you let us know (laughs) all right my first pick mr matt go ahead who you got no stats you don't need stats mr matt is an icon he is an american treasure (laughs) mr matt belongs on the mount rushmore especially for okay so real quick brig this is part of it too is that like going through like a lot of the guys who were like top tier for the mets like there weren't a lot of people who stuck around and played for that team for this franchise for a really long time yeah that's true right but Mr. Met has stuck through it all. Been through the miserable <laughs> years of being a Met with the name <laughs> Met. And he continues to represent this team to be the bright spot in a otherwise downright dreary and dismal 
<laughs> environment. Let's be honest. I agree with you 100%. All right, go ahead. Be yeah, next. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I got to go with a guy. Just just dig the con- the controversy here, baseball family. Let's let's hit it with some contrast. This guy's got a career war 52.9. Okay, his lifetime ERA is 3.51. He's won a Cy Young Award, Rookie of the Year, Triple Crown, four-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, Silver Slugger. He has an ERA title as well. Right-handed pitcher, Doc, Dwight Doc Gooden. Mm, You cannot talk about the Mets without talking about Doc Gooden. You just can't. Yeah, and that's that's a solid pick. Like, absolutely. I mean, he was part of the Miracle Mets in the 86. He was, yeah. And you know what's funny is that I mostly remember him in Cleveland. He played Cleveland for two years. I know, but it's because that's when, like, I mean, okay, Yankees and Cleveland. Those are the two that I recognize him most as. Because his last year as a Met was 94, and I was, like, eight, right? Yeah, right. And that was a shortened season. So I at that point I was watching baseball but not recognizing guys. Totally. And I remember like when I was older having my mind blown being like Doc Gooden was part of the Miracle Mets. What? Yeah. But no, it's a solid choice. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate your validation. He was with the New York Yankees for, I don't know, a fraction of a season, four games in 2000. Okay, anyway, Yes. Well, he was also with the Yankees in 96 and 97. Was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he was. Okay, there you go. Those yeah. are big years. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, so I remember I, like, I remember him pitching in the World Series in 96. Yeah, yep, you're right about that. So, And and the thing that's funny is my dad was like, he's not as good as he used to be. <laughs> like, oh, really? I mean, the dude was on rocket fire. He was, absolutely, yeah. His, his 1985 but, ERA was 1.53. He had 24 wins that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a that was a Cy games. Young. He, the year after he won, games. yeah. Oh. So he won the Rookie of the Year, and then he won the Cy Young the very next year. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing is that man. If we need to, we need to get into doing our what if episodes, Brig, because like Doc Gooden would be a what if he hadn't been introduced to cocaine. Agreed. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah, because those those beginning Mets years were unreal, and Same then with, it just kind of tailed. Same with Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, yep, exactly. exactly All right, right. Who, who's next on your list? All right, this might be a little bit controversial. I don't know how much so, um, but I'm going to actually go with a current player who oh. is one of my favorite guys to watch. Oh no. Yeah, I'm I'm doing it, Brig. I'm doing it. I know you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So this guy, so this guy was, it's interesting because he started off his career really well and then he cut his hair and he got even better and it was just unreal. Like, I don't know how it happened, but Jacob deGrom belongs on my Mets Mount Rushmore. He, yeah, he's my uh, runner up. He's my honorable mention. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I get it because he's only like, this is the thing that's crazy. He's only been in the league eight years, right? Yeah. And he missed significant time this last year because of uh, an elbow injury, but like, in in 15 starts, he had a 1.08 ERA. In 2018, he led 
the league with a 1.7 ERA. And he started 32 games. And even better, he only had a 10-9 and record. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> because those Mets were so bad. No. But he won the Cy Young in 2019 as well, the 2.43 ERA, again, 32 starts. And and he led the league at 255 strikeouts. 2020, he led everybody with 104. He probably would have led the league again this year if he hadn't gotten injured because he was just blowing everybody away. It's like the dude is insane. He's throwing 103, and then he's throwing you a wipeout slider that's coming in at 93. It's like, how do you even hit that? That he was down in the minor leagues for this is one of my favorite things from this last year. He was down in the minors for a uh, for a rehab assignment, right? Yeah. And I think it, I think it was the Jack was it the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp? <laughs> they tweeted out, "Jacob Degrom is down for a rehab assignment. Please send help." That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you're gonna need it. <laughs> Surprised he didn't strike out 15 over over five innings. But That's exactly right. <laughs> Face the minimum. <laughs> Yep. Well, and I think I'm doing some research off the cuff right now, really fast. But they're winning back-to-back Cy Young awards is not a common occurrence, obviously. So we've got right. he he fits under this uh, he fits into this group. It's obviously Jacob Degrom, Max Scherzer did it in 16 mm-hmm. and 17. Clayton Kershaw mm-hmm. did it in 13 and 14. Um, Tim Linicum for the Giants Linsicum. did it in uh, 08 and 09. Randy Johnson, the D-backs, 99, uh, and then 2002. I don't know what the gap is there, but I guess he had them back-to-back. Pedro Martinez, um, Roger Clemens. Sometimes we don't talk about him. Greg Maddox, we talk about him a lot. (laughs) Jim Palmer. I mean, this is a huge list of of incredible players. Denny McLean, Sandy Koufax. That's it. That's the whole list. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Well, and, and I did fail to mention he has won a rookie. He did win rookie of the year as well. Yeah. So and and he's he's the guy. Anytime you're like, well, can a pitcher win an MVP, or should we just put the pitchers in our own group because of Cy Young? Because you know, should a pitcher be able to win the MVP? And this, it's because of J- Jacob Degrom we have that conversation. Yep, I agree with you, and I think they should be able to win MVP. I think they should too. If somebody's as dominant as he is, as he is, he ought to be able to win all the awards. Yep. Yeah, I think so. that's great. I I love it. Like I said, he was my runner up. Yeah, and I get like maybe why he didn't put him on there because like I said, he's only been in the league for eight years. He's got several years left to go. Um, he's only in this will be his age thirty four season. Yeah. And I would like to think I'd like to see him pitch for another six years or so, but I just don't know if the elbow's going to hold up. Yeah. But anywho, let's take a quick break. When we get back. We're going to finish up our Mount Rushmore's. Welcome back, baseball family. Today we're going through giving our nominations or recommendations for the New York Mets Mount Rushmore. Uh, Brig has given two. I have given two, although one was apparently extremely controversial. Um, (laughs) And uh, (laughs) we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. Brig, uh, go ahead and give us your next guy on your list. Okay. This guy is, I think, just, I mean, you, it doesn't even, this should be no question. Let me put it that way, okay? Uh, career war, 59.5. Batting average career was 308. Um, with a grand, and this is my favorite statistic of his, a grand total career stolen bases, 17. That's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, All-star MVP, 12-time All-star appearance in his 16 seasons in the league. He won the Rookie of the Year. He won a Silver Slugger 10 times. He is in the Hall of Fame, played for the Mets for eight of those 16 years. None other than arguably the greatest catcher of all time, Mike Piazza. That's that's a good choice. I almost went with Piazza, I'll be honest with you. I came yeah. really close. He's certainly because, the most offensively dominant catcher probably oh, ever. Oh, in the history. Like yeah. like you get you might have to compare him with like Johnny Bench. It, no, or, that's what I'm saying. Like that's it though. Or yeah, or even like maybe Yogi Berra, but that's a completely different era. So Totally different. But, no. but Johnny Bench is yeah. the only other comparison we can come up with. Yes. And Mike Piazza is the, is like the poster child for never give up, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like we can't talk about him without saying that he went in the 62nd round. Yeah, 62nd round in the draft and then won the rookie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's in the Hall of Fame. And so the the reason I love that I get to include him on this list is because the Mets, the entire organization feels like Mike's career. There are yeah. flashes of brilliance, and you're like, oh my, what is happening? This is so fun, so exciting, and there's the, the perennial underdog. And when, so when they win, it's huge, and everybody's rooting for them. They've got this blue-collar underdog thing all about them all the time, especially if you look into that 86 Miracle Mets situation. So fun, because that's all it was. Party animals, wild and crazy, <laughs> and somehow... They made it onto the field and could stand up. You know what I mean? Not just play baseball, not just win ball games, but just stand up alone was incredible. And um, so Mike Piazza, he just has this blue-collar work ethic. He's got this kind of underdog thing floating around him, even though he's no business being an underdog. He just started there and never left. And he was just kind of like the player's champ or the people's champ uh-huh. for a long time. And so that's why I love him. Is he he yes. just represents everything I think the Mets represent when they're really good. I think that's a perfect choice. Have you seen, I'm sure you've seen it, but the video of uh, Robin Ventura doing an impression of Mike Piazza during a rain delay? Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, maybe we'll maybe we'll put a link to the tweet because it's, it's circulated regularly. It's fantastic, and I just, I love it. I watch it every single time I come across it because he does such a great job. It's not even exaggerated that much. No, it's not. It's, it's so good. It's so funny. I love every last second of it. Okay, Brad, who's your next on your list? All right, my next one is actually a guy who was was the top player on on the Mets for several years running. Um, he was actually the one of the best players um, the in the Miracle Mets. He was considered the best player on the team in '86. 84 and 83 oh, man. as well. Um, this guy is Keith Hernandez. Ooh. Um, so the f- the fact that you've got a guy who plays such a significant role on a team that wins a World Series is going to be a big thing with me. And like, yes, Dwight Gooden was considered was the top player on the 85 Mets. Like, there is no debating that at all. But Keith Hernandez also put together like the best years of his career when he was with the Mets. He played the second half of his career there, despite you know outside of 1990 finishing out his career with the Indians. But he was a three-time All-Star with the Mets. He was a runner-up MVP in '84, uh, finished eighth in '85, and finished fourth in '86. 
He has three gold gloves in, in those three years, plus two more, so five total with the Mets, plus a silver slugger. Um, he did lead the league in strikeouts in 86, but he also uh, put together a 310 batting average, so I'm willing to forgive some strikeouts for that. <laughs> um, he hit he hit over 300 his first, what's this, uh, one, two, three, his first three years with the Mets, and he hit 290, and it just kind of went down, but you, you expect to see that with a guy who's, 34 35 at the end of his career right yeah so so i feel like keith hernandez with the role he played with the mets and their success in those years especially in 85 uh is a guy who needs to be recognized on the mount great choice man thank you thank you i appreciate that good arguments i did not include him and now i'm wondering if maybe i ought to have (laughs) <laughs> well, if you've got the if we if we share the last guy, I'm not going to fault you at all for your Mount Rushmore. How can we not? Yeah, I think you're right. Go how, ahead. How can we not him? talk about a guy who has a career WAR of one point or one oh nine point nine? We're talking about a pitcher with a career ERA of two point eight six, and that's after his forty one year year his age forty one season. Where he was throwing 4.03 at one t- at one point, 4.38 at a different point, and that same year on his third team threw 3.80 at the <laughs> at at his last the the at the tail end of his last season. I mean, the guy even with those numbers, the guy still has a career ERA of 2.86. He's pitched 656 games. That's awesome. The guy is in the Hall of Fame. He's got 12 All-Stars. He was part of the 1969 World Series team, also referred to as the Miracle Mets. He's a three-time ERA title winner, three-time Cy Young Award winner, and he won Rookie of the Year uh, when he was 22 years old in 1967. This is Tom Seaver. Is that your guy? Mm -hmm. It's my guy. Yes. And one of the other things, too, that I love about Tom Seaver is he is the reason that Tom Brady is not allowed to trademark the term Tom Terrific. That's right. Because Tom Seaver is Tom Terrific. Yep. But, yeah, led the league in ERA three times, strikeouts one, two, three, four, five times, all with the Mets. Hey, 20-year um, career, played 12 years with the Mets. It's awesome. Yes, and he's another guy. So he's so he played his last year, um, the year I was born. And so I am obviously familiar with zero of like zero of his playing time, getting to actually watch him live. But I do specifically remember Brig. The year I was born, my dad bought me like a whole set of like Donruss baseball cards. Yeah, I remember going through that when I was uh, um, probably six or seven years old, whatever. And I got to Tom Seaver, and my dad goes, "You're going to want to hold on to that." Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. That's a great card. He was a great pitcher. That's so. awesome. So that was my first introduction to Tom Seaver. And, That's cool. Uh, and it's always stuck with me ever since then. It's pretty cool. So it's a shame. But. So he played uh, with the Mets from 67 to 76, and then he bounced around a couple of teams. Went in 77, went back to the Mets for a period of seven games. You know, he had seven games he started, and then he went bouncing around a couple of other teams, and he made it back to the Mets in 83, and then not during the 86 run. And it, to me, right. it's just super sad. Obviously, he's 41 years old. That was his last season in the league. But um, it just feels like a bummer that he's not included in both of their World Series victories. Because he could have been. Yeah, he he very well could have been. If they had kept him around, he 
And I'm sure the fans would have loved to have him just like even in the bullpen, yep. uh, just as an emergency guy. I don't know, but have him on the roster somewhere to make that World Series run would have been would have been awesome. Yeah, but yeah, totally cool. But no, no, Tom Seaver no, he's undeniably the number one pick for me, and that's yes. why I said it's tiered. Like you can't you can't talk about the Mets without talking about Tom Seaver. You can't. Yep, I agree with you 100. percent Absolutely. And fun fact before we finish. Uh, the Mariners GM, Jerry Depoto. Yeah. Tom Seaver is his favorite player. Oh, that's awesome. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.